0: Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. The weekly Tee Box Dysfunction is back for the week of July 20th, 2020, alongside the Caddy.
1: Michael Collins.
0: I am the Maddie. Welcome back to Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. So much to get to today. We've got Tiger Woods' return, Woo. a new number one in golf. Bryson did is the, still crying. Did the ball move, and Bryson DeChambeau Does still crying. So
1: let's start off with – you, it's your tee box. Where would you like to yeah, start? Let's start off with the ball moving in the, the whole – Okay. Let's start off with the ball moving. John Rahm, world number one. What up, Rambo? You Which know, by the way, you called that on the podcast with Rom. Thank to- you. And was texting with him last night. Rom, huge friend of the podcast. Also, probably, probably gonna be our first return guest. Right. He, he loves the podcast so much. And you know, so when it comes down to it, this whole new rule of could you have seen it without high def? Could you have not seen it? Did it move? Did it like that whole I'm going to call it a debacle from what they showed and him getting a two stroke penalty. I thought, I thought in my mind brain that the rule was designed to make sure stuff like this didn't happen, right. that if it had to be high def and you had to be zoomed in and had to have, you know, 28 million pixels on you. like if you couldn't see it without 28 million pixels, then it was supposed to be no harm, no foul, especially when we saw in high def how it did not change anything whatsoever. It didn't change anything that had to do with the shot. It didn't make it easier. It didn't make it didn't make it harder. Nothing about it was, was like, this rule, this is not what it's supposed to be. So I don't understand. Okay, so the rule... Was supposed to be
0: to the naked eye, right? That was not a naked eye movement. That was no. a 4K super slow mo movement. That rule was intended so that Russell, Jimmy, and John on their couch couldn't call in, which they're not allowed to
1: anymore anyway. Right? Exactly. But that was so the whole point.
0: The naked eye thing for me: did the ball move? Yes. Yeah. But it wasn't clear to the naked eye. Now, and it, it wasn't up- clear to John Rom. Did you see the look on his face? This during is- the Amanda Ballona's interview. Okay. Which by so- the way,
1: credit Amanda for for bringing that up, but his face, she was he was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And she says, "Obviously, you you have no idea what I'm talking about." And I got into an argument with somebody about this. Was it the right thing for her to do? Yes. I completely agree with that. But I got into an argument with another member of the media who said it was not proper for her to do that in that moment. She was
0: privy to information that he wasn't.
1: Correct. So I'm good with it. Correct. But he had not even signed his scorecard and gone into scoring yet. And as you could see, standing behind them waiting was Slugger White. So if I play devil's advocate, I'll, I'll, I'll take the role of the person I was arguing with who I don't necessarily agree with, but I understand their point. And the point was, until the player is notified about it by the rules official right, and goes in and signs a scorecard and sees it, what information could you possibly get by saying that to the player? You're not going to get any kind of information whatsoever because you can't. So just by bringing it up and mentioning it before – they have a pr- a chance to go talk to the rules official about it. You have basically now given the player a heads up of when you go in there, the rules official is going to talk to you and show you some video. Okay. That is correct. That sentiment is correct.
0: But as the TV person on, on this podcast... Yes, please. You... Have made this a focal point for the final. I think it was three holes. That was on sixteen. Correct. So you've and made he
1: this fo- That's hold out for Bernie. right?
0: And so you've made this a focal point of the broadcast for the last three holes. You can't, as a professional broadcaster or reporter, not bring it up. Yes.
1: Now well, you're you're the a person's right. Well, here's the key though. The key is as a TV person doing a live broadcast like that. That broadcast finished early. What you could have done is you could have, cause that they were originally going to get the interview right on the green on 18. And then right. there was a pause because you could tell they were scrambling. Yo, what do we do? Do we let them go do the thing to do, go into scoring? Blah, blah, blah. They, which they could have done. You could have went to a commercial. When we come back, we'll talk to our winner. John Rom goes into scoring, signs his card, sees the video, Make sure he gets the penalty, comes back out. Now you talk to him about what happened.
0: Yeah, but um, they got off the air pretty quick. They did.
1: They showed well, the thing and was, Jack. What else was there now? They kept showing the thing to him and Jack. They got to the <coughs> program. Man, 60 I, I, minutes I, I, can wait. And it did. 60 minutes waited. I never felt.
0: I would have been on the side of crushing Baleonis had she not asked.
1: Uh, no, I'm not Are saying. You, but see, I'm you, not you, you, saying don't ask. I'm not saying don't ask. No, I know you're not. I know you're I'm not. I'm saying if you have, you have to ask. If when you got the microphone and you're doing that winner's interview, you have to bring it up. You, you ask have to him.
0: You ask him. Are you aware of the conversation that your ball moved prior to the chip
1: in on sixteen? Of course, yeah. You have to ask. But my my contention is, you go to commercial. Let him sign his scorecard, see the video for himself, and then you get the honest, immediate reaction of what he just saw. Instead I'm with of, you on that. I think, Instead of, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, seeing John Rob Bug-Eyed going, uh, uh, this is the first time I, you're uh, right. I know what you're talking about. No, no, no. Like, that's that, not, that's he did not get a great reaction. Yeah. That's good producing, but I don't know that that was an option. Yeah, it was an option because that's why they didn't immediately go to her on the green when right was then. Jack. No, before he walked to Jack, she walked over to him on the green. Jack no. stays off the green. Yes. No, Jack was there. No, 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 no. Yes.
0: He did, the, he did the thing. Jack was there. They gave each other the fist pump. Talk for a minute. He went over and hugged his wife.
1: But and before then that, Amanda got no. Yes, but before, I'm, what I'm telling you is, if you go back and watch it. Yeah. Before he walks off the green to go do the fist bump with Jack and talk to him. Amanda is standing on the green, getting ready to do the interview with him right then and there, because that's when that interview normally happens. As soon as that last putt falls, CBS and Amanda who MBs anyone who's doing the winner yeah. interview does it on the green immediately after the putt falls. Immediately, because normally what happens is you see the person there and they're going, let's go down to Peter Costas or Amanda Balleone. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah. down to whoever. And that's when the wife comes running onto the green, her girlfriend, and they hug and kiss. Yeah, and you the, don't, right you on don't the want to
0: be the girlfriend running right, on. The green. Right. Yeah, not if the <laughs> wife is watching.
1: <laughs> but that's but that was the point. She was already on the green, set up, ready to do that interview. Right, and right, someone guess- called her off because you could see it. You could see someone in her ear call her off.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to watch the nuance of what happened there. Yes. I don't think, like, and you, you're you dead right on this. They could have just waited until they went to scoring. In a live TV event, I don't know that that was on the table. I think it was do the thing, do your interview, Jim Nance say goodbye for everyone here, thank you, friends, so long here, 60 Minutes. I don't know that because what people don't understand uh, about live about live television broadcasts the window. Well, window, yeah, but there's a certain amount of commercial breaks you have to get in. Right. So all of their breaks to their network out were probably burned. Like when I'm calling college football games, right? It's it's funny. I didn't realize how much commercials and breaks that you had to burn dictate the speed and pace of a game. Right. Because if it's just back and forth and, you know. If they're running up and down, score, 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 yeah. score. Score, score, Like, there'll be times where we're calling a game and the producer get in my ear and be like, Maddie, we've got to burn breaks. Like, we're, we're going to break after this punt. You know, we got to burn another break. We gotta, right. There's, there's so many breaks that you got to get into a broadcast. That's why I'm saying what you're saying, how it should have been stacked is correct. Yes. which is why I don't know that they had that luxury. But bottom line is this. There are times, and it drives me absolutely nuts, when golf doesn't get out of its own way, and this was a perfect time for golf just to get the hell out of its own way. Yeah, let the guy it,
1: become world number one. It was it, a, he, he destroyed the field. I can tell you, if this had, been, if this had, been, had changed the outcome
0: and forced the playoff, he would have had every right to appeal this, and I think he probably would have won.
1: I completely agree. Completely agree. But because he was winning by so much, and instead of a four-shot win, it was a two-shot win. Meh, whatever. I'm still world number one.
0: All right, so I, I was out today at the course uh, with a buddy of mine. How's it look? We're we're in a good spot. Oh, okay. We're in a good spot. I, I played I have, yesterday. I am driving the ball so well right now. If I'd have had any semblance of like. Consistent iron play, we we would have gone low. How's your
1: putting? <sighs> yeah, mine too. That's exactly That's all you got to do. Cause mine too. My driving I, was fantastic. Was was good. My iron play was better than normal. My short game feels like it's coming back. My short game's phenomenal right now. The putting, okay. no, I can't figure it out. Yeah, my my putting. I need you to be my caddy right I need you to just remind me before I hit every putt keep your head still that's okay. all I need you to say just head still down, head keep your head still Head, still, right, so head I, still
0: so that'll be it I'll be head still guy and then I'm gonna give you when you get in here Wednesday night I've got a green book for our course 27 holes
1: yeah I need
0: you to I need you to dive into that thing
1: oh I um, got you I got you
0: so we were talking about when we were playing today, I'm an Arizona State guy and I love John Rahm. Okay. That, that's my preface. Yep. Is I there don't, a butt coming? Yeah, there what? is. Because my buddy and I both said this. We said the exact same thing. He goes, Do you really believe John Rahm is the number one player in the world? And I'm like, No, I don't. Who is? I think. Bryson?
1: Rory. What? Rory's better. No, no he's <laughs> not. Stop yes, it. He is. Stop it. <laughs> like,
0: I don't Okay, I don't, hold on. Let I, I, ask don't, me, I, I don't need this to be a, this just, is not a slight I, on John I need Ron. you
1: to I need you to, ask, I need you to answer one question for me. Okay. When was Rory's last win? The players? No. He didn't win the I players, it was canceled. He didn't win it last year? Oh, well, last year. I'm I'm talking about like Well, that was his last win, wasn't it? Cool. So you talking about now Bryson DeChambeau and John Rom? Oh, we'll get into Bryson I think Justin Thomas is better. Than who? Rom. What? I Rob. <laughs> and I like this hurts me well, now. This is for me I'm to a, say like that. America's caddy. I got all stars and straight stuff. And I'm telling I, you right now that I love Rob. I don't think world he's, number he's not the best player in the world. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Let but me right tell now, you something. Like if we that if we not- took let me let me ask you a question right all now. Right. We have a tournament starts. Let's say we t- have a tournament that starts next week, like this tournament, the one that's gonna September happen. Three right? But let's say, let's say the top twenty guys tee it up right now. Are you betting against John Rahm? Are you going to take someone over John Rahm right now? Yes. Right with what you just saw him do at the Memorial. Yes. You're going to pick Rory over him. I'll, I'll pick, pick Rory now. and
0: Justin Thomas over him. Yes.
1: No chance, dude. No
0: chance. Like nope. again, Rom is phenomenal.
1: I just don't other hear, than you know. Bryson, here's the thing: other than Bryson D chambeau having a meltdown one hole. Get out of here with Bryson. Timeout. Look here. We're talking about the right here, right now. Right? The world golf rankings is based on two years of performances. I could care less what Rory did two years ago if we're talking about who's the greatest golfer right now. Is no, Rory... Listen, here's what I'm going to give you. If Is <laughs> Rory the best player in the world when he's when his A game is on? Yes. yes. But when's the last time we saw his A game? A year ago. I ain't seen his A game. So is he the best player in the world right now? No. No, he ain't the best player. You know why? Because I ain't seen his A game. I can't say somebody's the best. Bryson DeChambeau, other than for one whole meltdown and then acting like again, a knucklehead, this dude has had nothing but top eight finishes and a win. Like, when you're talking about the right here, right now, I don't care how you feel about Bryson DeChambeau. I don't care if you like him or not. What you got to respect is this dude has finished anything, only one time in the last seven tournaments. Seven tournaments has he finished outside the top eight. So it sounds like to me, you think Bryson's the number one player in the world. No, because if it comes down to it, and Bryson and John Rom go play a four a four day tournament one on one, and it's just Rom is gonna win right now, right now. But we're talking about right now, world number one. Now two weeks ago, it's Bryson DeChambeau all day. Bryson DeChambeau two weeks ago, all day Bryson. But right now, John Rom. John Rom beats him. And you're not going to tell me. There is no way, unless unless you went to California and got some, like, California gummy bears or something without <laughs> telling me, there's no way that you're going to tell me that Justin Thomas and Roy McElroy are playing at the same level as John Rom is right now. There's no way. The scores prove it. All right. Hang on. Here's what it is.
0: All right. How do I say this without sounding offensive?
1: <laughs> what in being,
0: yeah. being number one in the world used to mean something and used to be an accomplishment. Now I feel like we're just—it just gets handed out to someone else new every
1: week. You know what? You know who could never get world number one when all you had to do was win to get it. Phil Mickelson. Yeah. So in world number one means something. When you go to a guy and say, if you want to be world number one, you got to win this week. And not only did he win, he dominated. Like, and here's the thing where I'll agree with you. That whole official world golf rankings, again, that's a fun thing. If you are sitting around with your buddies with a hookah pipe, like just throwing stuff out there randomly, it is a sham. The world golf rankings is an absolute sham The way that they do it. Because it doesn't tell you who the number one player... Normally, it doesn't tell you who the number one player in the world is right now. Like you go down that list and look at the top ten and you're like, is anybody on tour scared of that dude? No. No. Like, no No. one's shaking about Webb Simpson. Right. Now, is is Webb Simpson a great golfer? Is he real consistent? Yeah. He's fantastic and very consistent. Does he scare anybody? Nah. But that's... The World Golf Ranks is not supposed to be... Scary okay. people, but then so let's go. Let's go, Maddie in the Caddy World rankings. Who's the number one player in the world? John Rahm.
0: Oh, god,
1: John Rom number one, Bryson DeChambeau, number two. Oh, oh my, I would take worry against those guys every day of the week. All right, how much money you want to lose, man? I, I would love for you to donate to the United Caddy Pizza Fund, and by the way. Hey, you're, man, you could donate some Wesley to me, man. <laughs> you're an absolute, like, the the fact that you can sit here, I'm going to give you some
0: results that make Justin Thomas the world number one.
1: Okay. All right. Where do Dustin you want to start? Johnson, Dustin Johnson is r- ranked number four, and he shot 80-80 last week. So, uh-huh. you yeah, who's who's he beating? Where who's he beating want, right now? Where do you want to start? I mean, do, are you taking Dustin Johnson, world number four, over Bryson DeChambeau, world number yeah. seven? Yes. What? So you're taking the dude who shot eighty eighty. You're taking him over Bryson DeChambeau. All right. Really? Listen. Listen to this. You, you. where? Like, where do you want to start with this conversation? I'll, let's, you know did. what?
0: Let's start at Safeway Open. No, Rom didn't plan the Safeway. Let's start at. at uh, let's start at the Hero. All right. Hero World Challenge. Right. Rom finished second. Yep. Justin Thomas finished fifth. But by the way, before that, Justin Thomas, fourth at the Safeway Open, number one at CJ Cup. All right. Century Tournament of Champions. Justin Thomas wins. Mm. John Rahm was 10. Okay. Sony, JT was cut. John Rom didn't
1: play. I don't
0: think he didn't. No waste management open. Yeah, JT was third. Yep, Rom was ninth. Okay, Genesis cut JT. Genesis didn't play for Rom. World Golf Championship Mexico. JT sixth. Rom third. Players obviously didn't play. Charles Schwab Challenge. JT, 10th. ROM, cut. RBC Heritage, JT, 8th. ROM, 33rd. Travelers, JT, cut. ROM, 37. Workday, JT, 2nd. ROM, 27th. Memorial, obviously he won. JT, eighteen. So, there is nothing in there. In fact, John Justin Thomas has significantly more top tens than Rom does.
1: So, you're how much weight are you putting on? There's two things that you got that you're not putting the correct weight on. Number one is the tournament of champions, which is a 30 man no cut field, right? So, and that's also. Luck of the draw when it comes to weather. Okay, so it's also Rom getting ready for the wedding. Like all of that, all of this. John Rom is doing this all while he's getting ready for the wedding and two, actually two ceremonies, right? And the other thing is waste management. Waste well, management is a home game for John Rom. Like, so you got to add more weight on there. There's more pressure playing in front of your all your okay. friends and all that, all that like all that stuff that goes along with it but I'm telling you from right now if you want to go like that can be our side action this week our side action well I mean they're not playing so but our our side action was going to be I actually predicted that at the end of this calendar year John Rom would be world number 1. You did, and you did it with him on the podcast. Yeah. But what I'm and, saying is is the the the, the
0: point of what I was talking about with you and, and, and the guy that I was playing golf with today in his last five tournaments he was cut tied 33, tied 37 tied 27 and then he won this week that right. doesn't scream world number one what screams world number, okay so if that doesn't scream well, here's world, screams num- world number oh, one T10 T8 cut, second T18 all T- right.
1: T three. So, let me back you up here. All right, let me back you up here. Here's what screams world number one: T five, second, fourth, T three, T eight, T six. Win. That's got to be Rory.
0: <laughs> uh
1: that one. Oh, you your boy Dechambeau? Dechambeau. Oh, yeah. Sorry, dog. Okay, Sorry. fine. So you want to? If you,
0: you want to get into the merits of Deschambeau versus Rom,
1: fine. I didn't say and that. And I love. Listen, you are thr- you're trying to use numbers to say that Justin Thomas has a better, has a more legit shot at being ranked world number one than John Rom. Well, and i dumbass. I am using listen, numbers
0: to get to a number.
1: Again, you're using those numbers, but then you don't want to you don't want to acknowledge those same numbers and figures when it comes to Bryson DeChambeau. I'm or fine if with If you're that? using your metrics, using your metrics, Bryson is world number one right now. Okay, I was just saying that John Rom didn't seem like a number one. No, player. you were just saying that Justin Thomas is the real world number <laughs> one. Don't try and get it twisted now, <laughs> boy. Don't even try it. Look, if we if we re the tape,
0: it would clearly state that the impetus of this conversation was about John Rom, and I took Justin Thomas over John Rom. You Your said- boy, Mister Five Thousand Calories a Day, the who can't keep his temper in check.
1: And got a ten on a hole. Well, he can keep his temper in check. Oh, he can, can just, he? He he just has a problem with tin cup. Apparently, he never saw the movie Tin Cup and didn't realize that you don't have to hit the same shot from the left rough of the fifteenth hole over and over again. Like you're Let me not tell required you to
0: about do the that. Shambo. He is, and even even Jack and I want to get to Jack and COVID as well, but. Even Jack alluded to it. The dude, is he's all or nothing. Yeah. He is the power hitter that either hits a home run or strikes out. He's going to hit 55
1: home runs, but he's going to lead the lead strikeouts. You know who else is like that in the PGA Tour? And, you know, he did pretty good as far as money and wins. Who? Phil. Phil is not
0: all or nothing. What? Are you serious? And Phil's prime. He was in the top two in just about every damn tournament in the, in, that he played in.
1: But he was also go for broke on everything.
0: Yes, like, he was very imaginative. That's what I'm
1: saying. It was go for the it was go for the home run. Sw- he home was never
0: yeah, but he was never the he like he has just recently turned into a, I'm gonna be the
1: guy that just sends bombs. Well, just because oh. he says it doesn't mean now like he wasn't that way before. As for Rory.
0: Zozo, T3, World Golf Championship winner, Farmers Insurance, T3, Genesis, T5, World Golf Championship, five, Arnold Palmer, T5. His numbers even stack up better as a world number one.
1: Well, why'd you stop at T5? How come you didn't tell everybody about the T32, the T41, the T11, and T32? Look, the only thing Rory didn't do, the only thing Rory hasn't done is miss a cut. The last time he missed the cut was at the Open Championship last year. Here's what
0: I'm saying, and so, then we'll
1: move on from the world number one argument. And I, I want to hear the Jack thing, too, with the COVID,
0: because i think it's I think it's pointless, it. but <coughs> if, if I were to do, if we would have done a blind resume between Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, Bryson DeChambeau, and John Rahm, those four players, I would bet you anything... Eight out of ten people would have would have had Rom fourth.
1: Hmm. Based it's, on just a blind resume. But just the blind resume, you may be correct. But that's the thing about how these world golf rankings work. It's because it's based on a two-year thing. Yep. But now if if we're gonna start a world number one, a new argument on the world number one right here, right now, going into next week, yeah, like how many tournaments back do we go? Let me ask you something. Yeah, man, you should ask me a question. Let me ask you something. All right,
0: so <laughs> the Maddie and Caddy—it's official. We are now launching the Maddie and Caddy
1: World Rankings. Who top is it? our consensus number one? Well, why don't we do a top five? Okay. If we do a top five in random order, we'll say no, no, John, no, 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 not in random order. In real order, who's your, who's your world? Who's the who's your Maddie and Caddy World number one? My Maddie and the caddy world number one. I'm a, I'll do them in order, okay? All right. John Rom number one. Rory McIlroy number two. Bryson DeChambeau number three. Justin Thomas number four. This is good audio. Yeah. Well, here's the this this is where it gets fun. Number five is the tricky one because is Brooks the fifth best golfer in the world right now? No is Dustin the fifth best golfer in the world right now? No. Well, is Dustin Webb... did just
0: win the Travelers. Oh,
1: okay, cool, but he just shot 80 80. So <laughs> he did. You know like, what? Like mean? that was my
0: pick to win last week.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know the the my number 5 guy who I think has been consistent even after even though he, he hasn't had a win on his resume this calendar season, Patrick Cantlay Cantlay's been really good. Yep. I would say, looking at his resume, from if we go from one year or even – I mean, he hasn't been spectacular for the past five tournaments, but he also hasn't been horrible and hasn't missed the cut. So, yeah. So calendar year for me, if if the, these
0: are going to be our official world rankings, okay. I'm going JT1, Rory2, ROM3, Deschambo 4 and I would probably – I'd keep Webb Simpson in there at five. Oh, okay. All
1: right. All right. I don't, I'm, you know, we could argue schematics. I, we could argue placement. I would say I would – I do not have a problem substituting Patrick Cantlay and Webb Simpson okay. at number five. I agree.
0: Cantlay has been really, really good, and he's one yes. of those guys that I believe in the big tournaments is going to be around the top of the leaderboard. Okay. Yes. The guy that one of us said was not going to be in the top 30 – and that if he made the cut, it was going to yeah. be on the number. Tiger Woods uh, finishes, I think it was T41, 40, 41, somewhere around there.
1: Couldn't make just a couple of birdies coming in? Here's the deal. Inside that top 30 number?
0: This was a perfect example of, hey, let's move the cut line to get Tiger in on the weekend. What? And Not you, too. Are you
1: serious? <laughs> yes! Come on, man! Are you going there? Conspiracy? Yes, you needed Tiger there in the weekend. Why? Why? What? Yes, you
0: need the the visible TV factor of Tiger. I don't
1: know if you know this, but they're trying to push. I don't know if DJ you noticed. Tour gold, and they're I trying know. to get. I don't know if you noticed, know but Tiger was not on regular TV this week. Right, weekend. he's pushing the app. He's selling subscriptions
0: to the app. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Oh my God! They know that for the health of the rest of this season, well, who Tiger, are they?
1: Who's Tiger they?
0: desperately needed 36 more holes of golf. What, so what? Why? Because working out at medalist in his backyard obviously isn't
1: cutting it. Okay, but he was need all everyone. over the place. So he's so going to he be needed. When's he going to play next? Memphis. Play- no, no, he's not doing two weeks in a row. There's no. He cannot. It, look, his back was bad on Friday, right? So yeah. now you think he's going to go two weeks in a row and go from 130 degrees in Memphis to 50 degrees in San Fran? No chance.
0: Where's no. He play
1: again. Ch- he's PGA championship. Next the, time we're going to see him in San Fran. See, that's why he needed the weekend. There is now, no need that it has not, the weekend did nothing for him. That's
0: probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. How was that possible that 36 more holes and roughly 70 what, to what 70 What place was he in?
1: What place 40th. was he in? 40th. Right. So do you think those 36 more holes really got him dialed in to being in competition? You, not think, he di- not getting- you think he was out there grinding? Not about dialed in. It's about getting some extra mileage on the body. His body does not – he needs extra mileage like a 72 Pinto. Bro, he was off for 151 days. Okay. And he got got two good – he got a good round in on Thursday. Friday was useless. Right, which is why he needed back
0: out there on the weekend. Okay. There were spots where Tiger looked really, really good, and the ball striking was great and the putter was not. Then there were times – where the putter was good and the ball striking was all over the place.
1: Right, or the putter was not. And yeah, I look, man, here's the here's the deal with Tiger right now. Tiger is... The Tiger that we're going to have to see and get used to mm-hmm. is the dude that just shows up and let's hope that the body can be in the right place for four days. Uh, you the, think he's there? Yes. You think that's where it is? Yes. Uh, I here's don't. the... Listen, let me ask you a question. It was 100 degrees at Memorial... He was sweaty, like, and Tiger sweats walking to the mailbox. Like that's a, <laughs> the dude's a sweater, right? Well, that may be so, for
0: other reasons, but yeah.
1: Well, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same thing. Like you know, this like my mom getting a sunburn. She's so white, she gets sunburn getting the mail. But for Tiger, he had twenty one weeks, twenty one weeks off of competitive golf. He got to a place in Ohio that he knew very well. The temperature that was outside should have allowed him to have four freed up days with his back. His back on Friday, there was nothing that Mother Nature or he could do to get his back to loosen up. Which should be a red flag to you and to everyone else. Including me, who loves Tiger more than anybody. Like, And he knows it too. But the fact that his body could not... Be ready to go on Friday after 21 weeks of downtime and preparation should tell you something about the Tiger Woods that we're now going to have to deal with seeing. See, I'll take it one step further. I think that if he would have played this
0: week at the 3M, he'd have been 100%. No. I, think it's like, I think it's like anything. I think it's like uh, runner's legs, NBA players. Like If you have a long period of time off and then you go full go, your first few days, you're not going to feel right. Your body's got to re-acclimate. And I understand we're talking about a, a different specimen here, but it was clear Saturday he was fluid. And even Sunday he was fine. Yep. I just I just think that... And what did he shoot? <laughs> I don't remember. What did, what did he finish? It wasn't great. Sunday was not great. Yeah. That's exactly right. It was not. But he... Look, I said it months ago that... He's looking at this season. He's he's in punt formation. <laughs> he's going to show up, show up <laughs> where he wants to show up, and he's in punt formation. Get through this year healthy. Get to the Masters in April. Not the Masters in the fall, the Masters in the April.
1: I completely agree that with that statement, too. And I I said, like, the Masters in November will be awesome for everyone except Tiger. You know, about, you know what? You know, here's – I will say this, and this is one thing that, that – Celia noticed she said it was obvious to her that his allergies were killing him. That his face and eyes were so puffy and swollen and that was straight up from allergies Mm -hmm. Because she has the same problem and he's a he suffers from allergies really bad But usually that time of year in Ohio Not allergies not a problem, right? So
0: I look it was good to see him back if anything, it was good to hear his banter, watch his banter on the course with Kepgun, Gun, McElroy and some of those guys. But when Tiger's back, it's good for golf. Speaking of Tiger, he and Jack, always in the same sentence, revealed over the weekend during the broadcast that both Jack and Barbara, his wife, uh, had COVID uh, in March. Uh, one of them asymptomatic, the other had some mild symptoms and they recovered from health. They're going to do some fundraising with it. But that just goes to show you that it, it, it was there was a couple of things it was a wild moment you don't expect to hear that from jack that he had it but it was yeah. a wild moment that they kept the lid on it for so long
1: well there was a lot of behind the scenes on the download speculation that they yes. had had it but it never had come out publicly that they had had it so that i was, was wild. told
0: a month ago that everyone on jack's team had it that wouldn't surprise me no one <laughs> when i didn't assume that meant Jack and Barbara. It just said everyone on Jack's team, everyone.
1: Well, if like, everyone oh. is, yeah, that means the whole shamalama ding dong. I think that it's good for the
0: sports world that an icon like Jack at his age
1: had it. No. And no. recovered. No. And was able to talk about it. No. Why? Because it will give a false sense of hope and security to other people his age that think, see, if he got it and they were asymptomatic, then I'm good to go as well. No, and they but will I guess totally I was- discount, they will totally discount the fact that they're still in an extremely high risk category. Yes. That's the one of the problems with one of the problems with his generation, you know, our our grandparents, you know, what he's a he's younger than what my grandfather would have been, but and my mom, who's almost a generation younger than him, but not quite, they feel invincible still. And they are—it's not even that they feel invincible; they are. You know what? Don't tell me what the hell I can and can't. You know, tell I ain't—I i, I I've been, I've recovered from all kinds. of you ain't—yeah, but never, you don't going to stop that. me. No, that's that. But uh, this, is, this is where it's our generation's job to be like. I love you. Sit down. Shut up. Calm down. Yeah, I get, No, 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 like, no. You're right. I love you. I love you. Put the mask on. Sit down.
0: Shut up. Like All of that's correct. But if yeah. I'm an 80-year-old and I see my one of my idols get it and recover, that means that if I do get bad luck and get it, I'm like, I'm going to beat it like Jack did because I saw Jack No. Do.
1: That reinforces – Oh, Ty, that reinforces the, I ain't wearing no hot dang mask when I go out, <laughs> son of a bitch. You ain't going to tell me. You know hey. what? If I want to shake somebody's hot dang hang, I'm going to do it. Son of a bitch. You ain't going to tell me nothing. Get out my lawn and come here and shake my hand before you do. Like, that reinforces, I- that just reinforces everything that that, that the generation and that segment of population, like those, this is the people that were trying to go. Look, please set an example for your friends. You know what I mean? But all you and your friends yeah. are sitting around eating ice cream going, hey, COVID ain't going to get me, son of a gun. I do what the hell I want. I'm, They're not I'm, saying COVID. And he's like, COVID, I'm shaking hands because I can't give it to nobody. Be like, COVID oh, did dude, get Jack though. Yes, COVID, I got him, and he no. recovered.
0: Yes. Just COVID, like COVID got Tom Hanks, 64 years old, and he recovered.
1: Yes, but he was You need success his- stories. Yes, but the problem is I want success stories. What I don't want is unnecessary horror stories. Like it's yeah, great but, that like, listen, we- it's great that we can say that about Jack and Barbara, that one was asymptomatic and one had light symptoms. But would we be having this conversation if one of them was on a ventilator? No, we'd be having a separate conversation about so taking it the point, So the point is, though, that's my point. My point is, is just because him and Barbara didn't end up on a ventilator, that doesn't mean now that everybody else has superpowers. No one's saying that. I think that it's a good
0: thing, though, in any type of situation where there's a uh, an incident that affects the public at large. Us, as a public, as a layman, as a regular chop, needs someone of notoriety that we can put a face on it to.
1: I would say- And for that age, at, I think it's Jack. For I my parents' it. age, I think it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, my mom, yeah. And but I think- You know what I'll tell people? Go look at Charlie Reimer. Go find Charlie Reimer on Twitter and read his timeline. Yeah. And, and check out what what almost killed him. Because I think that is- I would rather I would rather err especially for Jack's age group same with my mom I want you to err on the side of safety and caution instead of erring on the side of it's okay cuz if I get it I'm gonna beat it like Jack did no it's not okay that does not give you permission to now go shaking people's hands and hugging and Wearing going places without a mask, even if they try and require a mask on, like that does not give you the no, free pass. And I hope that people would take it that like I hope that people wouldn't take it to that extreme. I hope not, but we know that generation. Like I said, hey, if Jack features, you don't <laughs> tell me a hot dang thing. you go, like, okay, man. All right. So we we we're glad that, that Jack and
0: Barbara have recovered. Anybody that lists any patrons listen to the podcast, if you've had her, you know somebody does. Our thoughts are
1: with them, and hopefully everybody gets back and healthy soon. Okay, great TikTok. move by Bryson DeChambeau's. Last thing on last week, that was a great move by Bryson DeChambeau's caddy on the 16th tee box after he made the 10 to when block the, cam- the camera. Yeah, man. Yeah, because that was you know crazy. what if my I'm friends camera- were like. What a jerk! How do you-? And I was like, bro, if that's my player, I'm doing the same damn thing. Yeah.
0: and if I'm the cameras, I'm gonna try and get in Bryson's grill every damn week that he plays. <laughs> <laughs> I know
1: he better hope he never makes a bad number like this is the thing you just gave people the ammo on how to get in your head like why would you do that because he, he's he that's just him I don't know I know I know I know I know all right picks all right so we're it's three to two on
0: the season you won the head to head for the week but I picked up the bonus point for our side action with Tiger. So last week, last week, your picks were plus 18. My picks were plus 27. <laughs> so that's How about a nine, this? though. I'm making that slowly but surely. I'm climbing. Yeah, so it's now 66 under Matty, 45 under Caddy. Win-loss is 3-2. Yeah. Caddy, Caddy advantage. Only,
1: only one of us,
0: only one of us had a player under par, and it was me, and it was Andrew Shoffley. I thought I had Rom last week. No. Oh, dog. You had Bryson, Rory, Finau, Streelman. Okay. I had DJ, Shoffley, Cantley, and Glover.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Now, I w- I'm going to make an amend- amendment to the rules this week, if I may. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Have you so looked at
1: the field this week?
0: Same field I saw at Rockledge this morning at the. <laughs>
1: I was just like, you know what? Every pick this week is going to be a flyer, pretty much. I love, oh, my I love my boy Omar Uresti, right? But he's not all for club. this. Give I, a club, Mike. No, yeah. No, hey, Chopra's in the field. Oh, Chopra's in the field. I think by rule of
0: podcast, you need to take him. All right, here's no. the deal.
1: No, absolutely not. All right, so. The new rules are as
0: follows. All right. And and Taylor, producer Taylor's got to keep track of this, and we will as well. (laughs) Okay. Minus two points, two-point deduction for every player that misses the cut.
1: Oh, man. Wow.
0: Okay. Two-point deduction for every player that misses the cut. All right. All right. So that's, that's rule change number one. Okay. Rule change number two. If you have... Let's say all four of your players make the cut. Yep. And for the sake of this math, we're going to do, you had a player at 10 under par, 5 under par, 5 under par. Right there, that's 20 under, right? Yes. But then if you have a player that makes the cut that's 5 over, you got to give back the five strokes. So then you would only be 15 under par.
1: Well, we were that way anyway. No, I think we were adding up just them under par, weren't we? No man, it was it was w- no, it was everything. If you're over par, that's plus. Like I added up everything. You did? Yeah. Maybe this is just because of the first the first week I've had players over par. Yeah, no, well, this is the first <laughs> week you had players over par.
0: <laughs> okay. So okay, so then it sounds like the only new addition is, is you get penalized for the cut.
1: For missing the cut. You get penalized for missing the cut. Okay. I, right. I would I would venture to say you should at least get an extra two points if you pick the winner. In. So, two points if you, two extra points by picking the winner. You know, make it three because it should I, be I worth think you, more I than think you, five. I think All right. I think five? Five. So, an extra minus five. Yes. Because we're going for low. So, minus five if you pick the winner. All right. Plus two if your play, if a player misses the cut. Correct. All right. Regardless of what his score is, then yeah, because it used think to about be it, score no matter what. So because this last week was the first week it in since we've come back that the cut was over par. Right. The first five six weeks, the first five weeks was all under par, with workday actually being the highest at minus two, which was crazy. So so okay, so what we're gonna do then? So, and I that,
0: got a first pick this week. Yeah, yeah. But T-Box is yours. Also, so I guess what we're saying is then you would still add the over par score, even though your dude missed the cut. So, like in my situation, I had to add, I had to take Dustin Johnson 16 over, and then it'd be plus two more for so a So, I'll make them plus over. 18. Yeah. All oh, right. boy. Yeah, that'll suck. All right. So, Caddy, T-Box is yours. First pick, 3M open. And remember, you can't repeat a pick from last week.
1: Oh, really? That changes a lot then. I know because you can't take Finau. Yeah, because he would have been my yeah, that would have been my number one pick. Yeah, because he's the he's the dude right there. Um, I'll take Scott Stallings as
0: a real player
1: or as a sleeper. They're all sleepers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, Scott Stallings, Caddy's first pick. All right, I'll take Tony Finau. <laughs>
1: That's so messed up. Why can't I ride? That's messed up. Why I can't you ride can't my horse. Repeat. I well, my horse. I can't ride my horse. You can't
0: no. That's so messed up. If he's a horse, he'll be a horse next
1: week. Let me have Matthew Wolf. Matthew Wolf's a good pick. He's defending champ, though. That's the I really I hate picking defending I champ. I hate
0: that too, but no crowd doesn't matter. No, there's no glad handing that there usually is.
1: <laughs> well, he doesn't have to do the same off-the-course stuff. That's what I'm you know, saying. There's no, no, no like, taking hands, kissing yeah. babies. Yeah, All right, so I'm going to go with
0: Tommy Fleetwood. I knew you were going to do that. I was thinking about him, too. All right, so Caddy's first two picks, Scott Stallings, Matthew Wolf. Third pick.
1: You got Finau and Fleetwood. Um, I'll take Eric Van Ruyen. I love Van Ruyen. Also, I wear the Grayson
0: jogger pants when I golf, so Van Ruyen uh, gets
1: a point for that. Oh, uh, yes. Yep, he's in on a special European get-to-play-the-week-before-WGC thing. How about the Monday qualifiers 64 to get the Monday qualifiers? I love
0: the Monday qualifiers.
1: Jesus, what is, you got to suit 64 to you imagine shooting sixty six and missing by two. Charlie Hoffman. Very solid pick on that one. I looked at him as well. Hoffman is your third.
0: All right. So now, so right now, you have Stallings, Wolf, Van Rooyen. Who yep. is your sleeper?
1: Sam Burns.
0: Or your flyers. Ooh, I like Sam Burns.
1: Sam yep. Burns, the flyer. Yeah.
0: And my flyer. My flyer this week is going to be Luke List.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I had him, him marked down on my field list as well, man.
0: All right. So, to recap, Caddy's team, Scott Stallings, Matthew Wolf, Eric Van Rooyen, flyer Sam Burns, my roster Tony Finout, Tommy Fleetwood, Charlie Hoffman, and the flyer Luke List. By the way, back-to-back weeks, Maddie and Caddy's won money on DraftKings. So, Whoa. let's put together... Okay. Lineup.
1: All right. Your first pick. Well, put Finau number one. That's your box. So which one do you want for Finau? We got to have Finau's number one pick. All right. So. Ooh, Finau's expensive. All All right. Yeah,
0: he is. Because everyone's buying him. By the way, Kepka Gun Dustin Johnson both remained on the board during our draft. And I kind of like that. All right. So Finau and your number one pick was Scott Stallings. Yeah, all right. We'll put him on there. Bargain, as expected. So, Stallings, Finau, Matthew Wolf, ninety seven hundred. We can't afford Fleetwood. So, do you want
1: Matthew Wolf? How do you feel about a defending champ? I think I know it's in different circumstances, and so with no crowd. Ooh, Porto! I got some news for you. As soon as we finish this, all right. So,
0: right now, I'm going to go Hoffman. Burns, um, yep. Yeah. Oh, and what?
1: Player. What can we get Fleetwood for? Can can we afford uh, he, Fleetwood in there? No, we got to make an adjustment as it is. What about them? Right oh, we over.
0: Well, let's put it this way: we only have fifty nine hundred dollars left to spend, and the lowest player is
1: six thousand. So let's go to let's go to our roster here. And How uh, much is Troy Merritt worth? I like both. Uh, and the guy who hasn't necessarily played great of recent, but I think probably could this week, is Kirk. All right, so let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's
0: throw in Luke List. That leaves a 7,200. Here's who we have to pick from in the 7,200 and below. Pat Perez. We have Lewis.
1: Tom Lewis.
0: Tom Lewis. Uh, Wiesberger. Tringali. Emiliano Grio.
1: take Perez, man. Perez is coming off a week off, and you he, like Piercy? I actually, yeah, I love Piercy. He's at 71 He's at seven thousand. He had just an eh weekend at Memorial, but um, either Piercy or Perez. I really like Pat, not because like, yeah, I like him because my boy and my co-host, but I like him because he just he just made his three hundredth cut. And that was at workday, and then he took Memorial off. So he's got three hundred cuts under his belt, which all which now gives him an extra year of eligibility on the PGA Tour, which is going to take him a while. So now he's going to go to three M in, in in Minneapolis with like feeling like he's playing with free money, right? By making that cut. So I, I mean, Freewheeling. Let me. Uh, the one thing I would love to see would be. So, exactly. right, na-
0: right now, what I have our team at, we only have 200 to spare, so we're basically spent. We have Burns, Fenow, Hoffman, List, Piercy, Stallings. Okay. I'm I'm actually, I feel I feel All pretty right. good with that. Maddie and Caddy, yeah. we're going to send it. We won money two weeks in a row. All right. We appreciate the download. Let us know what you think about the picks. Caddy's up 3 2 for the year. I'm up with the
1: strokes. I and know. I don't forget. <laughs> Next week. So that's the thing. Here you go. We can put this out there too. You're up on strokes and I'm up on wins. So. It's match play versus stroke play.
0: (laughs) That's all it is. That is all. Oh, do we have any? No, no side action this
1: week. No, no side action. No good side action. But But next week. Next week's big. Next week's huge.
0: It's going to be the first ever Maddie and the Caddy member guest. So here's.
1: Here's my question. Yeah, are we gonna we're gonna because I'm flying up to you on Tuesday. Yeah, so I'm getting my COVID test this Thursday. Yeah, just for everyone to know that if there's anybody that listens to this at Tumblebrook. <coughs> yes, uh,
0: the board. I I am making caddy get Go COVID get a, tested.
1: Yes, I'm going to get COVID tested. We will then
0: I, present the results and let them know that he's COVID free, so he's going to play free and clear. So you fly up next week. We've got a busy schedule. Maddie and Caddy member guest week, videos throughout the week. We've got a par three contest and practice rounds on Thursday. And then we are going to be playing over the course of three days. We
1: are going to be playing seven matches. Ooh. And I'm, like I said, I played yesterday. I'm about to go do my four mile walk loop. Okay. Like, trying to get down. Yesterday, you'd be proud of me. Yesterday, I had salad at like I love it seven o'clock at night. And that's the last thing I ate, like, because I am not in 27 holes, three straight days shape. So I'm but I'll get there quick, though. That's the one good thing is my, my body will remember. So are we going to do do you want to do the podcast when I get there Tuesday or can, should we wait and do it Wednesday? We have a We have a chance for a Maddie and the caddy week. I'll put this out there. Like literally cause We've Pat a lot of videos. And Pat can't do the Sirius XM show next Tuesday night either. So if I bring the equipment, we can do out of bounds. We could do a Maddie and the Caddy version of out of bounds on Sirius XM for two hours. Yeah, we may and need to con- we may need to consider that. I think that's the play. Okay, then I'll bring my stuff. We'll do Maddie and the Caddy. Out do of we bounds. have
0: and do we have golf pro Tumblebrook Country Club? Rory Maxwell call in Tuesday night to set the table for the week. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah right, okay. Come on, all right, yeah, all right. come this on, be,
1: man.
0: Now yeah. here, so if you don't follow us on social media, this is the week to do it, especially Instagram because we will have a ton of videos at yep. Maddie and Caddy M A T T Y the word and C A D D I E. We'll be sending out and releasing the clothes we're going to be wearing from our friends at William Murray. And we will have videos and,
1: and fun throughout the week. This is going to be crazy next week. And now and, just look. Everyone, fingers and toes crossed that I am not just some knucklehead with asymptomatic, like, no problems. This, like, Yeah, because then I need I to get on edge. I know. So I, I can't have that happen, man. I just can't have that.
0: Handicaps lock a week from today. I'm going to need your index by then. And then we will get our assignment of our flight at the
1: pairings party. We're going to be in the last period. flight. Like I, my, yeah, my, yeah, bro. Trust me. All right. Yeah. We're going to be whatever D flight. What is D E? <laughs> Whatever. i tell you what, it's not. us against Mr. Mrs. Nussbaum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only time I want in that flight, if it's the double D flight. All right. <laughs> for the caddy, Michael Boeing Collins. <laughs> Maddie, next week, member guest week, got your weekly T-Box
1: dysfunction. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.